The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back here on Big Blue View as we continue our series of breaking down the New York Giants 2021 NFL Draft selections. Today we are moving on to third round pick Aaron Robinson out of UCF, the quarterback. We're going to fill you in on everything that you need to know about Robinson, what to expect from him as a player, and if he'll even crack the starting lineup. All of that will be covered in today's episode before we get to it though folks make sure you hit that subscribe button leave us a five-star review and head to bigblueview.com for more giants news and analysis so guys uh chris fun nick filato joining me today i am joe de leon let's get into aaron robinson who is a fun interesting prospect and a big perplexing question that we were already talking about some of those uh interesting quandaries that now the Giants roster is going to be put in if you start Aaron Robinson or Darnay Holmes that's something we're going to end up covering as who could be the slot corner of this upcoming season but Aaron Robinson 5 foot 11 186 out of UCF ran a 43940 at his pro day 37 inch vertical and then in 2020 he had 41 tackles and six passes defense so if we're talking about strengths for him as a player as a quarterback what do you guys think? How would you describe his strengths? And I, I actually, honestly, the one thing that really stood out to me when I was watching him, he's a pretty good tackler, and he's not afraid to be aggressive when he's tackling either. And it's not like he's a big, massive corner. He's only listed at a, a buck eighty-six, which is pretty light for any football player. For the level of uh, aggression and, and power that he brings when he tackles, I think it's pretty good. It's very good, to be honest, and it's one main reason why Joe Judge, Patrick Graham, and Dave Gettleman wanted to bring him into the roster. They view him as somebody, and I want to say Joe Judge said this, they view him as somebody who could possibly play the star position. So that's a hybrid safety linebacker, you could tell, you could say, somebody who in you know dollar 
types of packages where there's a lot of defensive backs who put him next to Blake Martinez and he could play within the box. We saw him do that at UCF, but I don't even really want to, well, I do want to applaud him for his run support, but what I first loved about him wasn't just that, it was his overall fluidity. That guy, whenever he flips his hips, he can flip his hips almost completely around and he does not lose a step. He is so good at recollecting himself and keeping his momentum going in the direction that is desired. He's excellent in that area. And I think that's something that's going to allow him to thrive in man coverage. And I think the Giants are going to be a team that we're going to see a lot more man coverage with in 2021, because in 2020, they didn't have the personnel to really do that. Now with the additions of Adoree Jackson and even Aaron Robinson, I think they can run a lot more press man. He's also a player who lined up in that press alignment several times. I want to say it was more so than even not down there at UCF. So I really think Aaron Robinson is a uh, solid addition here. Love his fluidity, love his physicality, love how aggressive he is in run support and how good of a tackle he is, tackler he is. I saw and liked all of those things. I'm going to leave off talking about the potential uh, positional versatility and positional diversity until our second half, because I think that's where we're going to really be able to dive into it. What really jumped out at me, other than his just general athletic traits, is how disruptive Robinson is at the at the catch point. Like, he's not a ball hawk. And in fact, I think we can just drop that in the weaknesses area. He does not come down with the ball. I think he might have had one inter- interception in his entire college career. However, he breaks passes up. Like you said, he is very physical, very aggressive as a defender. And when he arrives at the catch point, he arrives with bad intentions. He comes looking to lay a hit, and he also does a really good job of playing defenders' hands. So even if he's not going to get his hands on the ball, he's going to knock it away. And that does create opportunities for other DBs, other defenders who are in good position to come down with the ball on tip drill. I did see that a couple times on tape at UCF where he'd come in hard and fast, knock the ball and knock it up, and one of his teammates would come down with it. So you mentioned the weakness there that he's not very great at securing the football. Not really surprising because if he was good at catching, maybe he'd be playing receiver. But if we're talking some of these other weaknesses for Aaron Robinson, that's definitely not his only weakness. This is not a a perfect prospect, as any prospect is not going to be perfectly shaped. But being a third rounder, where he ended up getting selected, he's going to have some issues. He's on the lighter side. Maybe that's something that comes into the equation. But the other thing, too, you're talking a lot about how um, he can be aggressive. That's a trait that, as a corner, sometimes that does turn into penalties, that turns into holding, just depends on how much you can control that aggression. So if we're talking Robinson's weaknesses, what would we say they are? Yeah, he had nine penalties, so I think he does get a little bit grabby at times. I think he commits his hips a little bit early while in that press alignment. He's not as disciplined at the line of scrimmage as I would like. And honestly, in college, it didn't really burn him all that often because his hips were so fluid that he was able to change direction so effortlessly up the receiver's routes them if he was wrong. But in the NFL, with timing being paramount and just how offenses are so in rhythm these days, that could end up kind of being a, a hindrance to him if he he doesn't kind of develop a little bit more of a disciplined uh, way of playing and handling 
wide receivers releases on the line of scrimmage. So that's one thing I wanted to bring up. I also look at his arm length. <laughs> They're longer than Darnay Holmes. They're 30 and one fourth inch, his arm length, but that's 12th percentile for the cornerback position. His wingspan is 10th percentile at 72 and a half inches. So he's not overly long and that's not necessarily a referendum on his playing ability, but it's a referendum on his measurements. You want somebody who is a little bit longer. You want somebody who can has that extra inch or two to kind of disrupt the ball because Football, just like a lot of sports, it's a game of inches and, you know, perfectly placed passes. You know, it could be a couple centimeters off and having that lack of length won't only affect you when you're trying to jam, but it will also affect you when you're using your lower body explosiveness to jump up and try to disrupt the catch point. And well-placed balls can kind of get around guys who are a little bit smaller, don't measure as well as others. So that's just another thing I wanted to bring up. Yeah, that that kind of stands out to me as well. Uh, <clears throat> you know, we we talked about what role he could play and still just teasing for the second half. We'll, we'll really dive into that, but you know, those short arms that could limit him to playing on the inside to just being a slot corner. And that, that could make getting him onto the field a little bit interesting. And also just to talk about his tackling, he was a much improved tackler in 2020 than he was previously. And part of that is just, he has a pretty big gap in his, college career because he started out at Alabama then transferred to UCF. He had to sit on the bench for a year after that transfer before he could play. And then he got hurt. So he has a solid year and a half of almost two years of just not playing football before he finally gets onto the field consistently. And then, you know, the 2019 tape, his tackling was rough. Part of that is his aggression. Part of that is just not being on the field, but you know, it's there. That inconsistency in tackling is there. It improved a lot in 2020, but I think the Giants are going to have to be careful that he doesn't get trying to play too fast and slip into bad ha- old bad habits as a tackler. That I think is something they're really going to want to watch because missing, you know, like you said, with his uh, arm length at the catch point, close doesn't really count. You have to get your hands on the ball to knock it away. And you have to get the pass catcher on the ground for it to count as a tackle. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think it's interesting that you brought that up because he he did miss a lot of tackles. A lot of those were in space too. But if you looked at him in the box back in 2019, he actually still was pretty effective in that star type of role where he was aligned in the box coming downhill. So a lot of that was open tackle. Like maybe he's just diving a little bit too early. He has to break down, come to balance, and then use every single centimeter of his shorter arm length to wrap up and drive to the ground. So definitely, hopefully those habits are left in 2019. And Aaron Robinson is the 2020 version in terms of tackling than rather that 2019 version that you were just referring to. Yeah, exactly. And I do think part of that, those issues in space are just due to his aggression and wanting to be at the ball carrier right now instead of maybe taking a little bit smarter angle and you know putting himself in a better position which I think he did get better with in the in his eh, in that 2020 year Coming up, we're going to discuss how we think Aaron Robinson will be deployed in the Giants defense this upcoming season before we do though we're just going to take a really short commercial break. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom 
help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, right now the big question mark that we're not really going to get an answer to until potentially midway through the season or maybe even the end of the season is how Aaron Robinson is going to get himself onto the field. That is a question that I brought up when he was selected, saying that right now this Giants defense has a ton of defensive backs. Darnay Holmes, Xavier McKinney were a part of last year's class, not to mention the signing of Adoree Jackson. You have to answer or, or consider the question of where does Aaron Robinson play into this defense and does he actually get onto the field? And Nick, you were talking before the show how you think that there might be a potential competition actually between Darnay Holmes and Aaron Robinson for that slot corner spot. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's definitely in play. I mean, this coaching staff handpicked both Darnay Holmes and Aaron Robinson, but Aaron Robinson did a year later after they had a full amount of tape on Darnay Holmes. And I like Darnay Holmes a lot. I think he had a solid rookie campaign. And I think that drafting Aaron Robinson isn't necessarily an indictment on Darnay Holmes, but I think it does create an honest competition in training camp that I feel like Aaron Robinson could realistically win. Darnay Holmes, I, I, I liked what he put together, but he didn't necessarily... I guess, I mean, just getting dinged up and everything like that didn't necessarily wow anybody. I, I think it's, it's safe to say I think he was solid, but playing in the slot as a rookie is difficult. So I don't think he's definitely locked in to be the starter. I think that there's definitely going to be an honest competition and Aaron Robinson could realistically end up winning that. But overall, I like both players. And honestly, this is a great problem to have too, Joe and Chris. I mean, we saw so much Isaac Yadam and Ryan Lewis last year. Now we're not going to see that. And just adding people who can play multiple different positions is 
always a good thing. Aaron Robinson is a player that I feel like can play in a few different roles there. May not be ideal for that boundary cornerback, but could do it if asked. Whereas I look at Darnay Holmes, I think he's a little bit more of just a slot guy, even though he played boundary outside cornerback for the UCLA Bruins throughout his career. But having sub 30 inch arms is going to be difficult in doing so. But I think both are going to find their way on the field. I don't think one is going to get completely buried. I think there could be a good rotation. And also, I mean, the Giants were somewhat lucky last year in the secondary. Outside of Xavier McKinney, they didn't have too many injuries. So that could also happen this year. And now you have Aaron Robinson and Darnay Holmes to kind of allow to, uh, to go in there and, and play if, say, Dory Jackson goes down or somebody ends up going down. I think the Giants put themselves in a position with a lot of secondary pieces to where they're not going to have the liabilities that they had in 2020. And I think that was by design. Yeah, I think that's an important point to bring up is just the level of attrition in the secondary. It is massive. I mean, how often have we seen entire secondaries wiped out by just a couple unlucky breaks in practice or in a couple games? And all of a sudden you you see a guy, a team had to bring in off the street. You know, his own mom doesn't know who he is and he's starting for you and getting burned by the other team's number one receiver. That's something nobody wants to see. But almost every year, at least one team has to do that. And also, I think it's interesting how many guys with similar skill sets the Giants now have. You've got Darnay Holmes and Aaron Robinson, who could both play the slot. Then we've got Logan Ryan, Julian Love, uh, Aaron Robinson, all these guys who could have uh, the positional diversity to line up as a slot corner, a free safety, that star position that Nick was talking about. And I think that gives Patrick Graham a ton of flexibility in scheming up his blitzes and personnel packages. Yeah, the, that is what I was going to lead into is do we think that also Aaron Robinson, and you guys both touched on it, I'd like to dive into it a little bit more. Do we think Aaron Robinson could possibly be playing a little bit more safety than he does cornerback? Because we're, we were talking before in the beginning of the show about his strengths. We talked a lot about his aggressiveness and his, his willingness and ability to tackle. Is him being a sub-package safety almost a, a great fit for him because of those specific traits? See, I view him more as he's going to play the slot. He's going to play that star. Maybe you can drop him. You can align him at the star pre-snap and then drop him deep. So I guess technically it would end up being a safety. But when you look at the Giants and then the personnel they have, I mean, Xavier McKinney, Logan Ryan, Jabril Peppers, you can even throw Julian Love in there. I consider those guys to be, quote unquote, more safety-like. But I do believe that there's going to be moving parts. There's going to be guys who are going to be starting at that linebacker position or at that slot, and then they're going to either blitz or they're going to drop to like a deep half. I mean, we saw that a lot last year. We saw a lot of inverted cover two looks where cornerbacks were dropping to a deep half assignment at post-snap. And I think that could happen. And I think Robinson can execute that. But I wouldn't necessarily think he's going to be a quote-unquote safety just because the Giants have a lot of talent there. Yeah, I, I think that is kind of the way things are going to work out as well. But just having that versatility is handy, I think. And and also, Aaron Robinson has a pretty good athletic profile for a safety. You know, you, you look at it, he's sitting at, you know, 71st percentile for three-cone drill, 68th for broad jump, 71st percentile for vertical jump, 95th percentile for 40-yard dash. And, you know, he doesn't have a whole lot of size as a safety. But, you know, as we noted in the first half, with his 
linear explosiveness, his physicality, his aggression, he can play a lot bigger than he is listed. So just have, he's got the traits and the ability to do it if he has to, or if they really want to get spicy with their, uh, with their coverage packages and blitz designs. So to wrap up today's show, as we've done on the previous two, I want to discuss how we feel Aaron Robinson's ceiling and floor could look with the New York Giants. And as we've done this before, talking best case, worst case scenario for this prospect. And when you start to get to, towards the third round, I think that the the window tends to get a little bit wider on what what you're going to end up getting. Maybe the floor is going to be doesn't even make the roster uh, in a year or two. But where do you guys sit with Aaron Robinson? How would you classify his ceiling and his floor? His ceiling would be somebody who plays, what, I would say 35 to 40 snaps and plays at a really, really high level, is able to get more interceptions, gets his hands on the football, you know, nine to 10 times, like like pretty good numbers for a rookie. It's not something I necessarily expect, but that's what I would say his ceiling would be. And his floor, I mean, I don't think this guy's going to be somebody who isn't going to make the roster. I mean, that just doesn't really make sense from a financial standpoint, unless he's horrendous, just because you have this guy for four years on really, really cheap contract. But his floor would be that he just keeps getting abused at the line of scrimmage, never really cleans up his discipline in that area, and he's just picked on a lot. So I think his floor might be a Grant Haley, somebody who's really, really good against the run, plays bigger than he actually is, but is just a liability deep. I don't think that's going to happen whatsoever for Aaron Robinson, but I would say that's probably his floor. Yeah, I'm in about the same spot. You know, in my scouting report of him, I on yeah, in my scouting report on him, I had just my overall projection as a solid, reliable starting corner and specifically slot corner. And I think that's a good ceiling for him. Yeah. I'm not sure he gets to be a starter on the outside. And, you know, the idea of a starting slot corner is a little, it's a little nebulous just because it really depends on what the package your defense happens to run on the first play of the game. But I think he is a guy who could wind up taking the majority of the defensive snaps in the slot, be a good, reliable contributor, a guy that teams aren't looking to pick on and can be disruptive or stop plays from being made. You know, I think he does have some upside as a blitzer, good run defense, and you know, being a guy who can deny catches. His floor, I, I actually like Grant Haley for that. And, you know, I think the other thing that could possibly hold him back is the discipline and, you know, maybe he slips into those bad habits as a tackler in space or gets too grabby and handsy for the NFL, which, you know, we all know college is a lot more lenient when it comes to defensive backs and contact with wide receivers. There's a lot of things that, you know, refs do not call in college that they throw their flags for all day long at the NFL level. And that could be what gets Robinson. I don't I don't think I was expecting to hear the name Grant Haley on this podcast <laughs> anytime soon. But I mean, I guess it's not a horrible floor for for a guy like Aaron Robinson to be Grant Haley, because the guy was a starting defensive back for the Giants for what a season he was around. Yeah. So I, I guess it's not <laughs> too bad of a projection to talk Grant Haley is uh, like worst Haley. case. He was fun to watch. 
Yeah, as an and, undrafted guy, yeah. though. I mean, the, the right. Giants went into that offseason and they were like, we need to upgrade from Grant Haley. <laughs> and that was what they <laughs> wanted to do. And I really respect everything Grant Haley was able to do for the Giants. And pound for pound, he was so strong and physical. And I love that. But you can't be abused vertically in the slot. It's just not going to be a winning formula in the National Football League. Hopefully Aaron Robinson does work up to a higher projection than Grant Haley, and he does end up turning into what you guys talked about, a strong role and rotational piece in a secondary that has so many fantastic athletes that could potentially turn into one of the better secondaries in the NFL. We're going to continue on with these rookie profiles. The next one will be Ellerson Smith, so stay tuned for that coming up soon. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of those episodes. Follow us on social media at Big Blue View on Twitter and Instagram. Also check out our YouTube page and head to BigBlueView.com for more Giants content. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Talk to you soon.